Hello, Probers. Howdy, howdy. Welcome to But It Was Aliens. You, you said but. The extra, extra, extra terrestrial comedy podcast brought to you by two former MIBs. Here come the MRB. I'm your host this week, Moonwalker. And joining me as always is Monfrey Greybeard. Yeah. This week, we take a trip across the channel to France. Bonjour! Bonjour! That was not a French accent. (laughs) It's a French word, but no French accent. Bonjour! (laughs) Bonjour! Je m'appelle Greybeard. Beard El Grey! (laughs) I can't remember (laughs) any French from high school. Uh, Comment te peux-tu? Je ne comprends pas. Qu'est-ce que c'est anglais? Ah, uh, yes, I do. J'aime le fromage! Ah, <laughs> uh, pissy? Love swimming. You murd. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the extent of our French. Once <laughs> 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 my partner <laughs> um, went to say um, thank you to me in French, <laughs> she went dead, dead serious. Bonjour! No, I mean... Uh, <laughs> Bonjour! <laughs> now, every time she does something for me, I'm like, Bonjour! I'm going to start doing that now. So there will be quite a few jumps in time, so I do apologise. Does the name Claude Vorihon ring a bell to you, Greybeard? Well, when you said Claude, my first two thoughts were Jean-Claude Van Damme. So... No, on that account. And then, when we were in high school French class, mm-hmm. when they used to play the tapes of the French scenes and you had to write down what had been said, there was always a kid called Claude and a kid called Gigi. Oh no, no, Gigi. Oh, Claude! At what point in French class was this? Yeah, nine, ten, I think. Because so like, remember, I got thrown out of uh, <laughs> our French class. Yeah, you did. Uh, oh. I hated it so much that I decided it would just be fun to uh, throw French dictionaries across the class. I, I used to sit in front of you. Twat. <laughs> yes, you did. Yeah, I was that annoying kid in high school. Only in classes that I hated. So, only in French. Don't behave like Moonwalker kids. Your education is important. Since when have I needed to use French? Apart from French. <laughs> well, there you Unless go. you're French. In which case, throw the English dictionaries. Precisely. So Claude Maurice Marcel Vorihon was born September 30th, 1946. He grew up to be a journalist for a sports car magazine and a Ooh. test driver for his own car racing magazine. Exciting life. Vorhihon. So if you'd like to scroll, there's a picture of Claude Maurice there. I'ma scroll these notes, son. <laughs> that is that Beauty and the Beast? Yes. <laughs> What's, is that Garçon? That's no. Maurice. Maurice. <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> so Maurice, I'm guessing he doesn't really look like that, does he? Unless Beauty and the Beast was based upon... No, to be fair, Beauty and the Beast wasn't actually based upon something nice. It was developed... I I don't know why I know this. Actually, I do know why I don't know this, but that doesn't matter. As a story to help young females in 
I think it was Indian culture, but I could be wrong. But regardless, young females to accept forced marriage. Grim. Yeah. Yeah. True story. Look it up. Knowing this, one of my favourite Disney films. <laughs> Explains. Dumbo's number marriage. one. Dumbo's number one. Dumbledore's number one. Dumbledore can suck a dick. You can suck a dick. Oberon, get him. December 13th, 1973. Claude, for reasons unknown to me, was within a French <laughs> volcanic crater. We've started strong. When a craft descended towards him from the sky. Out of the craft came an extraterrestrial being Whoa. who introduced itself as Yahweh. Yahweh? Yahweh told Claude <laughs> that their sole reason for coming to Earth was to meet him. Claude was given a message and told that it was his mission to spread this message to the people of Earth. And below is a picture of where he was when this happened. Okay, so this looks like a mountainous range, kind of a deserty mountain. Well, that's weird. It's kind of like a sandy mountain, yet with patches of greenery on it. So it's half desert, half forest. Doesn't look much like a volcanic crater, does it? Yes, it does, actually. <laughs> that explains it. <laughs> because volcanic soil is very nutritious for plant life. So that would explain why there's patches of things growing in what looks like a really hot, shitty area otherwise. I'm just going to rewind with Craig David all over your head. Uh, why have I I've stopped, I've stopped thinking about what I was thinking about and just started thinking about rewind. When the crowd say, boom, select, ah. Shit. Was the message, don't fire nukes at each other? No. That was fort one. I've got a fort three now, but fort two. Fort three? Profit. <laughs> Oh, I lost my drought for again. Shit, shit, shit. You've jumped in hard. We're a few minutes in and you're already meeting aliens who have got a message for the earth. This shit is going to be a mad one, isn't it? I can feel it already. We don't, we, we don't jump in this quickly usually unless shit's going to get crazy. I think the last five of mine have just jumped straight in. <laughs> And my final thought that came to me overriding my second thought, if the message wasn't about nukes, was it that this man is special? After this encounter, <laughs> Claude changed his name to Rael and took this mission on. He began by broadcasting it on TV and radio and then began lecturing on his experiences in Paris. Paris! He gained a following here which consisted mainly of science fiction fans and amateur ufologists. Okay, typical cult leader already. I'd just like to apologise at this point. We don't mean any offence with our shit French accents. Claude, better known as Rael, Rael, is the founder of Raelism, which is classified as a religion. He's named it after himself. Not only is it a religion... That is quite possibly the largest UFO religion in existence. Okay, I'm in. How do I sign up? Below are two different versions of the realism sign and also a picture of Rael himself. Right, I'm looking at these two symbols and I'm a little bit concerned because it looks like a mixture of the Star of David and a swastika. That's an actual swastika in that image. 
The second symbol is slightly better. I'm guessing they changed that after the... Hold on, what year was this? 1970s. Okay, so they probably realised after the first symbol that, shit, that makes us look like... Let's just Nazis. say they got some backlash. And <laughs> and they changed the symbol to the star of David with what looks like a swirly portal in the middle rather than a swastika, which is definitely a better way to go, folks. Okay, let's... <laughs> I like the look of this chap. Imagine a stereotypical... BG. <laughs> M-I-B-G. <laughs> It's like BG and Jesus had a baby. And when I say Jesus, I'm talking stereotypical white robes, white skin, long hair, beard Jesus, not what Jesus probably really looked like. Yeah, this is this is going. I love that he named the cult after himself, after changing his name. And I'm already calling it a cult. <laughs> oh, I'm starting to get excited. Where are we going? An extraterrestrial species known as the Elohim. Pardon? Elohim. Bless you. Us. <laughs> Dickhead. Are said to have created humanity by using their advanced technology. It is also believed that the Elohim have created 40 Elohim human hybrids. Some of those hybrids are Buddha, Jesus, El Savior Christ, Muhammad, and Rael himself is in fact the 40th and final hybrid. So he's the hybrid's final form. He's like ultimate hybrid. The perfect hybrid. Oh, what film are I thinking of where that... Oh, I'm not thinking of a film. I'm thinking of a TV show, The Boys, where you've got the soups, the superheroes... There's older uh, ones and... Don't spoil. If there's a spoiler in there, I'm going to fucking end you. <laughs> I've said before on this show that Gravel does not take spoilers well. Have you not seen The Boys at all? Um, I'm so at the start good. of season two. So, so good. It's absolutely brilliant. If you've not seen The Boys, to be fair, people who listen to this show are probably going to enjoy The Boys. Yeah, yeah. Here come The Boys. Are you waiting for me? <laughs> I just wondered if you were going to mention anything. I mean, this makes complete sense to me. Obviously, Buddha and Jesus and Muhammad were created by the same higher life form. The Elohim. Mm. Yeah, I'm in. Keep going. The what, sorry? Elohim. Bless you. So what was the message and the mission he was given? Well, it was to inform the world... That my dick needs sucking! Not mine. I'm okay. just guessing where this is going. It was to inform the world of humanity's origin and to prepare them for the return of the Elohim by building an embassy within neutral territory. God, I hope my family never listened to this. Neutral territory? Mm-hmm. Where the hell is neutral territory? Uh, Antarctica? It's the only place where there's an international treaty not to corrupt it or whatever, isn't it? So, complete shot in the dark. Raelians also believe... <laughs> I love that. <laughs> ...that since the bombing of Hiroshima, the age of apocalypse began. It's a long age. With humanity threatening itself with nuclear annihilation. 
They believe that humanity needs to find a way of using the scientific and technological advances for peace. Only once this has been achieved, will the Elohim return to Earth, share their technology with humanity and utopia. Well, they ain't never coming back. The Elohim are said to have come to Earth 25,000 years ago and transformed it so that life could develop. They're smaller than us, have pale green skin yes. and almond-shaped eyes. Love the greens. According to Rael, it's forbidden to draw one and that 90,000 of them live on their planet. They That's... practice free love and jealousy has been eradicated. They're not allowed to have children and they get sterilized to make sure that it doesn't happen. So do they live forever then? If there's 90,000 of them? We will get to that. Okay. <laughs> I like the fact... No, in fact, I don't like the fact that you can't draw them because I was going to ask if you've got any pictures at some point if we didn't get any pop-up. Now I feel like you've just shot that in the face. You got any pictures though? In 1974, Rael gave up his car magazine and devoted his life to the cause. Given to him by his biological father, Yahweh. What? His biological father? Where's the DNA test? I'm somewhat confused. Rael held his first public. What? You're not, you're not going to explain that? That's literally all we know. We hear nothing else. I suppose it's... Right. I'm not going to say anything else. I'm going to mention it in a bit. Rael held his first public conference, and from this, he founded Madek, which was a collection of people that wanted to help him bring this forward. Madek stands for Movement for the Welcoming of the Elohim Creators of Humanity. Do you have a mouthful? Yes. The year after his encounter, he wrote his own book. And it's titled The Book Which Tells the Truth. <laughs> so within this book, it's quite possible how, like, what, or he might explain why Yahweh is his biological father. I'm not buying the book. I'm not reading it. That's commitment to research right there, folks. But this will pop up again later. Okay. So in this book, he explains what went down during his contact with the Elohim. This was funded by money raised by Madek. Okay, so I'd imagine what went down during the contact with the Elohim, Elohim. is he said hi to his daddy. What up, pops? The book which tells the truth. Why is it the moment that I see that title, I feel like I can't trust the book? If Maybe you were that really... says more about you than the book itself. If you all right, I'm a suspicious bastard. I'll give you that. But if you're really telling the truth, why would you be so keen to say that you're telling the truth? That just doesn't feel so. Right. People are intrigued, and then they're more likely to read it. But imagine if a book was called lies. "The Book Which Tells the Lie." Which one are you reading? The one that tells the truth. Nah, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what the lie is. Also. Go and read the book, The Lies My Teacher Told Me. Fucking great book. Some members of Madek wished to delve more into ufology, outside of Rael's claims, and they also wanted to restrict his power within the group. With this began an internal power struggle. 
and in 1975 an emergency meeting was called. After this, the fighting still continued. I thought you said Vikings for a second and I got excited. (laughs) And in July that same year, by the power of Thanos... I am inevitable. What? Rael clicked his fingers and got rid of the other executives and replaced them all with people in his corner. Shortly after this, he claimed that he was visited again and in 1975, within his second book, Extraterrestrials Took Me to Their Planet. That's a better title. Rael states that he was visited by one of the Elohim and they took him to another planet in which he met Buddha, Moses, Jesus, El Savior, and Muhammad, where he learned from these hybrids. Whilst there, he was also offered six biological robot women (laughs) to have his way with and witnessed them create his clone whilst there. What the F, David Blaine? What? Where do I start? Oh my gosh. Right, awesome book title. Far more interested in that one. I hope there's a sequel saying what extraterrestrials did to me on their planet. Intriguing that all of these religious head characters are of the same species and on the same planet, considering they all had very conflict... Well, not very conflicting views, but differing views. What if their messages were misconstrued? Then they should have stayed here and told us their messages better. Put some effort in, slackers. I've just let you slide over the fact that this organisation is bringing in money to fund their ways i'm curious as to how much money they're bringing in and how much they're spending on their stuff and are they only spending it on stuff for example publishing fees to then bring in more money but i'm gonna let that go because i'd like to join this this group of people you heard it here first kev would Um, like to join them i'm gonna be rail junior wait wait i've just had a vision how you doing bob (laughs) yeah yeah oh thank you yeah, I'm actually Rail Junior now. There we go, people. You heard it here first. Come join Rail Junior L Greybeard. <laughs> but why didn't I go for Greybeardism rather than Railism? Could have started my own group. Been ahead. God damn it. In 1976, Madek. Wait. Dispa- One more thing. He snapped his fingers and they disappeared. Did he whack them? I just want to say whack. Continue. In 1976, Madek disbanded and then became the Raelian Church. Led by Rael, the church had a hierarchy seven levels deep, with Rael at the top gaining more and more followers. They managed to obtain a country estate in France before they relocated to Quebec. Okay. Canada. Hey! I still work and be friends with a Canadian chap and he used to he didn't mind a hey buddy he used to find that funny but what he hated was when you said a boot absolutely took offence to that I say it all the time right Dave did you turn to what's him with that a boot did you turn to him and go what are you going to do boot it <laughs> hey buddy what's all that about and that's when he poked you in the eye kicked you in the dick he was a lover not a fire really yeah. <laughs> During the 80s, 
They sent missions all over the world. Japan, Africa, Australia. What's that all about? In 1985, Rael's first wife left both him and the church, and then he started a relationship with a Japanese Raelian named Lisa Sanagawa. Interesting. In 1992, 40 practitioners were expelled from the group. Pissed, they formed a rival faction called the Apostles of the Last Days. And below I have a picture. (laughs) (laughs) The Disciples of the Apocalypse. Oh, the old WWE group. Sounding all very WWE-like, isn't it? Crush. Eight Ball. Eight Ball. Chains? think so i could never remember the other one but then crush left and went to wcw didn't he mm-hmm. and that kind of derailed the rest of their careers so this rival faction claimed that rael wasn't actually the messenger of the elohim but that he had been taken over by satan was satan not just another one of the elohim no however this was water off a duck's back that same year the Raelians purchased 115 hectares of land near Valcour in Quebec. All that money. This was then named Le Jardin de Prophète, which translates... How's your French greybeard? The Garden of Prophecy? Very close. The Garden of the Prophet. Ah, uh, bastards. That was bloody good, though. Damn you, Madame Korsha. We were so close. Oh, she fucking hated me, Such son. Such an aggressive teacher. I've never known aggression like that. So five years later, this five years later on this land, they opened UFO land. Ah, oh, let's go. This, however, wasn't a theme park. Shit. It was a museum. Yes, let's go! Created to teach the world about ufology. Yeah! Its purpose was to bring in money to fund the Elohim Embassy. It lasted four years before closing due to being financially unviable to maintain. Bullshit! Now, if they would have opened a theme park, I think they'd have been better off. Hell yeah, what a great idea. Let's do that. Imagine it, you could base all the rides on... Like UFOs taking off and mm-hmm. dipping underwater. You could have like um, you know how you get Scaresville. I was about to say like go around mazes, mansion, and but, uh, ma- yeah, and buildings and whatnot. You could have that, but with different species of aliens like the insectoids and the greys and the greens. You could have it so you walk into a UFO and then different rooms have different aliens in. What a wonderful idea! Can we borrow some money? <laughs> If you'd like to tip a customer amount on our Patreon of several hundred million dollars, <laughs> we will open said theme park. And we won't embellish all the money and go and drink all the rum and have all the lattes. No. Mm. No, we won't. Oh, I fancy a coffee. I fancy a rum. I've just had a rum. Bastard. So the Raelians are quite liberal and also promote an ethical system. They engage in daily meditation. I thought you were going to say masturbation. (laughs) Are huge on sexual experimentation. Masturbation. And also hope to achieve physical immortality by human (laughs) cloning. Oh. 
After Dolly the Sheep was successfully cloned, Rael initiated Clonade. <laughs> bad aid for clothes. <laughs> Rael Geldof comes on the stage. <laughs> okay, guys. You need to donate all your money so I can clone me. Okay, guys. So, Clonade is an American based organization all clones of him registered in, in the Bahamas, where what? I'm guessing the laws aren't as stringent as they are in France, Canada, or the US. So, their experiments <laughs> can go uninterrupted. What the this, shit? This organization is deep into human cloning, if you haven't guessed that already. Clonade! And throughout the late 90s and early aughts, the Raelians have brought a lot of attention their way. Some good, like endorsing women's and gay rights, Go and you. some which have brought mass scrutiny to their doorstep. Like when in 2002, they allegedly truthfully announced that they'd successfully cloned a human, oh. a baby called Eve. Are you going to go further into that? Eve. Maybe. Okay, I won't ask any questions then because I've got questions. <laughs> oh, clone aid. I mean, you can ask your questions and then I can just avoid the ones that I'm not going to answer. And answer Well, I want to know if we tested Eve, <clears throat> if Eve grew old, if we saw proof of Eve that she was a clone, who she was cloned from. Was she cloned from Rail by any chance? Or was she just a genuine baby that was conceived... When two people loved each other. Okay, so moving on. <laughs> Clone aid. If it's not like Band Aid, is it like an energy drink? Clone aid. <laughs> you drink it, and suddenly another one of you pops out. Where does it pop out of? Think about mm. it. It's coming out your ass, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> Shit out a clone. buddy what's all that about okay buddy a butthole do you reckon it'd be like in the prestige where then they both try to kill each other that could I've be the only one actually seen the prestige holy shit that wasn't a spoiler you need to go and watch that right now stop no. the podcast no i don't it's brilliant genuinely brilliant how have you not seen that is the is prestige the one with hugh jackman yes or ed norton because there was two yes. that came out at the hugh exact jackman. same time Ed Norton is the magician, was it? Well, the illusionist, the illusionist. I see, I've seen the... Ed That's Norton. a good film as well. They're very different. Mm. The Prestige is mind-blowing. Wow. I can't remember, is it? Are you paying attention? It's or, been spoiled Are you now, watching so. closely? No, no, no. There's far more that happens <laughs> than that. Far more. Are you saying this to save your skin? No. Because I'll cut your fucking skin off. You'll cut my skin off. Oh, then what are you going to do with it? Wear it? Like a fucking goat. You skin goats? Yes. Why? Why not? Because it's a little bit psychotic and sick. Again, why not? What did the goat do? You like baby goats. Baby goat don't like you. <laughs> Doesn't mean you need to skin me or the goats. So in 1998, prior so aggressive, sir. to the announcement of the human clone... Rael created an all-female group within the church 
known as the Order of Rael's Angels. These women were to be the consorts of the Elohim and were trained so. They would be the only humans not only permitted contact with the Elohim when they arrive on Earth, but they would also be the only humans allowed to enter the Elohim's embassy. As Rael was descended from the Elohim, <laughs> I think I see where this is going. Oh no. The order of Rael's angels can only be women, as men were not feminine enough for the extremely gentle, delicate, and sensitive Elohim. Uh, oh. The order is also forward thinking, and trans women are welcome to join the order. Yeah, they still assign gender. There are levels within the order and different groups. White, pink, and gold. White angels wear a white feather on a necklace. They can choose a human lover, and it's their job to attract more women to the movement. This is like Charles Bloody Manson. Pink angels wear a pink feather and are handpicked by Rael as the chosen ones. <laughs> oh no. They become the consorts of the Elohim and are not to engage in any sexual activity with anyone but the Elohim. Uh... Gold Ribbon Angels wear a gold cord around their necks and are handpicked by Rael for their physical beauty. They are the first ones to meet the Elohim when they arrive. Like the pink ones, they are to abstain from most other humans, oh, no. but should receive instruction from Rael in alien lovemaking, lone sexual acts, or sexual encounters with other angels. <laughs> oh no, this has turned into a sex cult. Ladies and gentlemen, and people not included in those labels, we have a sex cult. Lone sexual acts, does, does they mean masturbation? What else are they going to mean? Well, I didn't know if they were talking about like group sex and then like one-on-one gobbling off and stuff why did i go for that term of all the terms i could have used gobbling off my gosh i'm gonna go sit in the corner and think about what i've done the angels which color would you rather be neither neither there was well i'm going to be a base level entrant i was thinking i'd go for white i just want to be base level none don't want to be you gotta pick one you can't pick white now i've picked it The angels. Right, Pinky. <laughs> he likes gold. There's a reason I wouldn't be one. Well, this is my cult now. I'm so. about to explain. No, you're not. <laughs> so the angels are to maintain their physical beauty by limiting their meat consumption and also by avoiding both carbs and sugar. For that reason alone, I could never be an angel. Hot oh, damn. Forget that I'm male, but zero carbs. Get fucked, son. I'm ending a life over that shit. I feel like you're saying that to me. I didn't make the zero carbs rule. Yeah, you did. You're in there. No, greybeardism's going to be all the carbs. Pizza for breakfast, pizza for lunch. Guess what happened for dinner? That's right, pizza. Lattes with vanilla, syrup. In between, and rum and coke with a little bit of ice to wash it all down. Maybe a tiny bit of lime if you're feeling that way inclined. 
not a requirement. Just an extra. Yeah, we all sleep in the same bed. Wait, wait, I'm, I'm getting sex culty. Angels have been volunteers in the cloning experiments, and the church has also sold human over on the internet. What? Rael claimed oh. that this would help the angels achieve financial independence. You sick bastards. Gold ribbon angels, as they've gotten older, have been demoted from their position simply due to aging on account of their physical beauty deteriorating. What? They just piss and clone them? Once demoted, their task is to train up their younger replacements. If any angel is believed to have acted in a way that goes against the church, they will be demoted entirely. Alright, I can't keep up this pretense anymore. What a bunch of bloody wankers. You utter bastards. And yeah, why don't... I mean, wankers, but beside that... Why not just clone them if you're such cloners? Selling over? Mm-hmm. <sighs> what the... <sighs> sort of... Do these people really have members? Really? If I can remember, I think today there are over 100,000. Jesus, titty Christ, that's ridiculous. In 2001, no longer with Lisa, Rael married for a second time. This time to a 16-year-old oh, ballet no. student. Allegedly, truthfully, this was done for expediency because he was being questioned by customs officials when crossing borders with her. When safe to, they divorced, but continued to live together as a couple. And people follow this chap? 100%. God, I hate this world sometimes. In 2002, a test of the Abraham Project took place. This, allegedly truthfully, was a joint CIA and FIA plan to assassinate Rael. According to Rael, they used schizophrenics under the influence of mind control. One such individual got into the Jardines de Prophet's property and caused significant damage. That doesn't sound like the most reliable of attempts but i'm not even going to get into all the issues with that does he have any proof or is he just spouting his bullshit word? in a microphone because anyone can spout shit in a microphone anybody in 2003 he named <laughs> shit in 2003 he named brigitte bossilier not only Aurelian bishop but the co-founder director and spokesperson for Clonade, his <laughs> appointed successor. And that same year, following the controversy surrounding human cloning and his association with Clonade, Rael was denied entry to South Korea. He instructed the Raelians of South Korea to protest, and when he was released and flew back to Canada, he said that he was treated as if he was a North Korean, and that he would not return until he received an apology. To this day, I do not think he ever received that apology. <laughs> no shit. Is this story real? 100%. Where the frick did this come from? It's utterly bonkers. Don't drink the coal, the clonade. Coal? Colade? Don't drink that either. That doesn't sound nice. Who was Bridget Bosselier? So she was... Um... 
the main person behind the cloning of Eve. I cannot remember her scientific title. Was it bullshit? <laughs> Did she have like a college degree in like no, English language or something? No, she was actually like a proper scientist. Really? Mm-hmm. Are we still going to get into... Yes. Okay. I'll stop that question about the clone again. Stages of awakening. These are summer seminars held by the Raelian Church. Rael holds the lectures on a daily basis. They all join in sensual meditation sessions and hold various alternative therapies amongst other things. These are an opportunity for Raelians to meet people, start a relationship with others, or simply get it on. They wear a white toga with a name tag on and a colour bracelet to indicate what they're there for. Bangin'. Whether it's friendship, to be left alone, or to get it on. At one camp, according to Brigitte McCann, a reporter, one activity was to observe one's own genitals and then masturbate. Observe? Just look at your piece. Apparently so. One time, at rail camp, (laughs) I admired my piece, (laughs) and then I played with it. In 1991, a French journalist attended one of these seminars, looked at their piece, and recorded people getting down and dirty in the tents. That's literally porn. As you can imagine, when this got out, it caused a storm. A porn storm with the press claiming that these events were perverted and a form of brainwashing. Wow. After these seminars, a following seminar takes place, which is restricted only for members. As well as Clonade, there were other ventures. Clonapet, (laughs) which claims that it would clone people's pets after they'd died. These sound like shitty internet pop-up ads. Insurer clone which would clone organs if you suffered from organ failure. Excellent. Overlaid. Don't drink that Seeks ovaries for couples that can't biologically reproduce. Why are they so obsessed with selling people's parts? No pedo. Oh. A group to battle against paedophilia. Okay. Adopt a clitoris. A project to raise money for a hospital in Africa to reverse damage oh. caused by female genital mutilation. I feel like they've named that project pretty poorly. Or is it to get more people on board? Perhaps, but now that you've said that, I don't feel like I should have laughed at that, but obviously I didn't know what was coming. I'm going to go sit back in my corner again and think about what I've done. And Clitorade. <laughs> a group to oppose female genital mutilation. Oh, for piss sake! Can't they give them serious names? And also... It sounds like a really sexual energy drink. Aramaze. An LGBT rights group. See, that's a normal name, I think. Drink the Clitorade. It sounds like slang for going down on someone. Their marketing department really needs an overhaul. Clitorade! It'll make your tongue go on fire! So, Greybeard, yeah. I have signed you up to the Raelian cause. <laughs> what you need to do is go out and buy the books written by Rael, and then try to sell them on and get your money back. 
once you've read them. Apparently, only 4% of humanity is intelligent enough to be receptive of the Raelian message. I believe you are part of that 4%. I like your, your, your angle here. But if you're out in these streets trying to force someone to convert to your ways, they'll cut you off for seven years. You'll be banned, son, long enough for all the cells in your body to be replaced. I'm so confused about what's happening right now. I've also written a letter on your behalf to your previous religious organisation and forged your signature for a mortician to cut a piece of bone from your forehead when you die. What? That piece of bone is your third eye and will be stored in Switzerland on ice until the Elohim return Uh and you can be cloned. Okay. I've also accepted on your behalf that you will bequeath all your assets to the local Raelian group. They'll be here in the next few days to collect. I'm very confused. Do you have a solicitor? Don't know what you're talking about. You signed it. How, how, what did I sign? Can I see these legal documentations? No, they've already been sent off. To who? The Raelians. To Mr. Rail? Is it Mr. Rail? Is it a Dr. Rail? <laughs> Just Rail. Now, this is the part of the show where we turn to science and scepticism. Or what I like to call the moody bastard section, a.k.a. the Kev segment. Oh, you dirty That's bastard. This is the new name for this part of the show. <laughs> the Kev segment, a.k.a. Moody Town. You asshole. Rael has been accused of plagiarism down the years, and many of the quotes in his books have been matched with those from the author Jean, or Jean, Sendi, whose works were on the UFO phenomena and was one of the early ones on the ancient astronaut theory. Mm. Maurice Pelequin did 10 years of research on the whole movement and found that full paragraphs were paraphrased from books from other authors from the 50s right through to the 70s. Also, she noted that the dialogue of his contact closely mirrored that of George Adamski's 13th of December encounter, which we have covered. He also picked the same date. (laughs) There have been many accounts of defamation, lawsuits, counter-lawsuits and the like aimed at Rael and from Rael. Some they won, some they lost. Honestly, there's too much to go into. So remember the first human clone, Eve? Yes. No one has seen her. No shit. They didn't present her as they didn't want to be scrutinised by scientists. And in 2003, they claimed that Eve's parents were in hiding. They later announced that they've cloned more babies around the world, but there's zero proof. This probe has seriously blown a bulb and it's still active today. Rael is still out there somewhere. Want to go meet him and ask him what the fuck is going on? I don't really know what I want at this point. I feel like... uh, He's obviously a somewhat twisted individual. There's no way that he can believe all this himself, surely. But equally, I kind of feel like the people that are signing up to this and probably helping them with the ideas are equally as twisted. I just don't... mm, I'm so... Uh, what if (laughs) 
this is all true. You're they, pulling a me. You're pulling a me. <laughs> and they have created a clone army and they're going to take over the world with their new Galactic Federation. Ooh, no. Stormtroopers. Rael troopers. Uh, how old is this chap now? He must be getting on a fair bit. I feel like they're probably going to come after us for making this episode. I think probably 70s, 80s now. Right, folks, we need you to form a wall of defence around extraterrestrial towers. No one else in. <laughs> they might be sending assassins. So to summarise, we have Claude, who after an encounter with an extraterrestrial, who told him that he met him specifically to give him a message to give to the world, this being is Yahweh, who is allegedly, truthfully, his biological father. He gives up his car magazine and devotes himself to the cause. He changes his name to Rael and begins lecturing in Paris about his experience, which gets more people to start following him. He starts Medec and then raises money for his first book. Execs at Medec want to explore more about ufology other than what Rael says and to restrict his power in the organization. Over time, this did not pan out for them. They got Thanos snapped the fuck out of here and Rael then claims that he was visited by the Elohim again and was offered sex robots and learned from Jesus, El Sabir, Muhammad, Moses and more. I forgot about the fembots. Through the 80s, missions were sent around the world and they also dealt with other internal struggles, which ended up with members getting thrown out and then starting their own rival group saying Rael was controlled by Satan. They created a UFO museum called UFO Land, which was meant to bring money in, but it didn't last longer than four years. Once it was confirmed that Dolly the Sheep was cloned, they started a side beers called Clonade, which was dedicated to cloning humans, which they allegedly truthfully did, a baby called Eve. They didn't know. Rael started a female-only part of the church, called the Order of Rael's Angels. There are different levels and women can get demoted from a level for getting old and not holding up Rael's standards of beauty. In 2003, Bosley was announced as his successor and also announced that they cloned more infants around the world. This one is crazy. There is so much and I believe so much more will happen in the future. Oh, no. Greybeard. Is Rael a true messenger of the Elohim? And will they be returning once we find peace on Earth? Or has this guy masterminded his own sex cult? <laughs> He's clearly masterminded his own sex cult. And below just there is a picture of Rael. Oh, He's in a white vest. You know what that reminds me of? What? Like early 2000s hip-hop Rael. <laughs> <laughs> He's got like a like white a cap. White well, vest, chain a, and a do-rag. Yeah, that's, I was going to say, it's not a cap, is it? It's, unless it's back to front. A white do-rag, a white beard, a white vest and his little wrapper chain around his... <laughs> oh, each, oh. Uh, he gives me the creeps a little bit looking at him. How how can groups like this exist in the world? Uh, what about this has someone looked at and thought, do you know what? 
people, that's exactly what's going on in the world. I'm signing up to that. People want to belong. Give me the clit aid or whatever it's called. <laughs> no. I'm not saying it was aliens. <laughs> Damn, son. <laughs> Just a straight up nope. I ain't pussyfooting around or <laughs> playing along. This is bullshit. Straight up bullshit. This might be the most obnoxious bastard we've ever covered. Are you saying he belongs in the hall? I'm saying he belongs in the top two in the hall. Ooh. I mean... Rael, I hereby drop you on your head into the hall of bitches. You and Romanek can perform lone sex acts together forever. <laughs> what a disgraceful organization. Oh, just how why isn't oh, I to, to just finish the episode. I need to sit down and cry about the world we live in. Thank you for managing to stay with us for this crazy, crazy, crazy case this week. My brain is fried and as you can tell, so is Greybeards. You can find us on Patreon at But It Was Aliens where we have exclusive episodes outside of the extraterrestrial. And you can also get an exclusive t-shirt. You can find us on Instagram at But It Was Aliens Podcast, on Facebook at But It Was Aliens, our Facebook group is Extraterrestrial Towers. And you can find us at, say it with me, Probers, on that at But It Was Aliens. I've been Moonwalker, and he has been Greybeard. Remember... The truth is up there. Hash tag. Say it with us. Wah, 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 wah.